It's time for the podcast from two guys who still think fart jokes are funny. It's the Morning Five, sponsored by Marine South. You know what that day is? Taco Tuesday! Shane Spikeman. Taco Tuesday! Are they built for speed or for comfort? You'll get nothing and like it. Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for your favorite morning podcast. It is the morning five for Tuesday, September 26th. And I'm back. I'm sorry, guys. It's been a while. It has been a while since I've been here. <laughs> Thank you, Bryce, for covering for me for the past couple of days. That's, that yeah. sucks for you. Eh, it's not. It's not. Yeah. Not terrible. Uh, Friday had a little technical issues. Then yesterday, had a, you had a late night Sunday, man. We understand. Oh man, it, when you when you're at a baseball field for 13 and a half hours, dude, dude that is miserable, man. <laughs> the worst part about it is you have to watch baseball. No, no, it was it was great. Um, Gavin got ended up winning a tournament after his team tied the first game and lost the second, and then won the next three to win the championship. So. Well, that's one of those Sunday tournaments. Like the first two games go by, and you're like, "All right, this might be a short Sunday. We might be able to get home <laughs> and still be able to do some stuff today." And then they that's 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 the best that's the best thing uh, about a Sunday like that is like you're like, "All right, well we're gonna get home and uh, and get to do stuff today." And then they keep winning, they keep winning, and all that's in my back in my, back in my mind when that happens is like, "Listen." You better not get to the championship game after we've sat here all day and lose it, damn it. If we're going to stay here <laughs> for the championship game, you better go out there and win the damn game. Yeah, it was uh, it was a great job uh, by the by Gavin's Mafia team, and uh, they, they did a great job all day. Nice, I'm, man. I'm proud of them. How many how many more tournaments y'all got this year? I know I know it's fall balls. So it's a little bit different than spring. How many more y'all got? Uh, two. I think we've got one this coming weekend, and then one... Uh, um, fifteenth. Okay, I think. Okay, of October. And then what? Y'all get y'all get a two week break until uh, spring ball starts, right? <laughs> two month break. Actually, <laughs> it gets. Uh, we'll probably start practicing again in in February. So that's wow. that's probably when it'll pick up again. Some, some of these fall, some of these spring ball teams start practicing in like October, November, December. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I think essentially what will happen is they'll do they're not going to practice in earnest they may do some like you know conditioning and stuff like that they did some conditioning last year in late december conditioning it's baseball. January. i know i need to be conditioned baseball well gavin's actually going to be he wants to play basketball this year so does he yeah he ought to wrestle man yeah. i think he'd really be i think he'd really excel at I, wrestling i think so too yeah but, i, I think know. he'd be really good at wrestling he wants he wants to play basketball with his buddies, so I guess I'm gonna sign him up for basketball. Nice man, sweet. That'll be fun. I think he'll be good at that too because he's pretty tall. Yeah, and you know it's it's so, fun uh, to be tall and big when you're playing basketball. I I speak from experience. It's pretty fun. <laughs> yeah. <that's... laughs> All right. Today is National Chimichanga Day. Woohoo! Yeah. Hey, we've had we've had a lot of we've had like a run of like three or four days of really good Mexican food. I love chimichangas. Yeah, the chimichangas are really good. Uh, it's also National Pancake Day. I, I like pancakes. <laughs> yeah, I like pancakes Listen, too. <laughs> I like pancakes, but the problem is, you know, I like waffles better. Oh, absolutely! If it's a if it's a pancake versus waffle debate, I am with you on that. I'm going waffles all day. They got the little syrup uh, pockets. 
and they're also crispy. I like the crispiness of a waffle, but I, I'm not gonna say I I dislike pancakes in any form or fashion. Um, that was that was one of the things my mom used to make me for breakfast on Friday mornings before all of my football games was pancakes because I was an offensive lineman, so she made pancake to get pancakes. Um, and I've I've continued that tradition with my son, even though he's not an offensive lineman anymore. But uh, yeah, I, I love I love pancakes. Speaking of, and this may end up being a really long podcast, and I apologize what, for what? this. Listen, whose podcast is this, Billy? <laughs> it's ours. It's ours. If it's a long podcast, deal with it. How the hell did we get a personal foul penalty for a freaking pancake on Saturday night? <laughs> Dude, I don't how, know. How the hell I, did that happen? I have no clue. <laughs> I don't know how that happened. I don't know how the catch on the sideline wasn't a catch. Um, no joke. I, I, I oh don't know. God. That was a that was a very oddly I'm refereed game. Screaming at the TV. His foot is down. Yeah, one foot in college. There's no reason. It doesn't matter if his foot, his hand comes out of bounds. And he never bobbled. Yeah. He never bobbled the ball either. So no, I, yeah, oh. I don't know, man. I, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I was half asleep. You're not watching having that had game. a chance to talk about it. So. Yeah, yeah. I was half asleep watching that game, so I, I wasn't. I, I wasn't as. I was my normal, usual, fiery Bryce self watching Ohio State. I was. I was a little subdued. I also had some help from uh, from my old buddy Clay Harden on being subdued as well that night. Um, but yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how that was a personal foul. Uh, it's also National Dumpling Day. Yeah, I mean, you mix them in with chicken and dumplings. Uh, oh. I'm, I'm da- the first time I ever had real chicken and dumplings was at uh, Emily's aunt's house. Uh, uh, my mother, who God bless her soul, cannot cook at all, uh, used to make us chicken and dumplings when we were little kids, and they were just the worst thing you've ever put in your mouth. The dumplings were, were undercooked. The chicken was undercooked. It was it was a miserable meal. Uh, and the, one of the first times I ever went over to Emily's aunt's house to eat, she made chicken and dumplings. And I'm I'm driving over there, and I'm like, oh, jeez, I hate chicken and dumplings. I don't want to eat chicken and dumplings. I hate chicken and dumplings. Had them growing up, not a fan of them, don't want to eat these. We sit down. Emily brings me my bowl, and I'm like, what? wait wait a second. Wait, hold up. Stop the bus. These aren't chicken and dumplings. These look like something that would be tasty and delicious and edible. That's not what chicken and dumplings are supposed to look like. Uh, so yeah, I have now fallen in love with chicken and dumplings just over the past 13 years since I actually tasted what chicken and dumplings were supposed to taste like. <laughs> uh, so yes, yes, I'm a big fan of dumplings as long as they're, you know, mixed in with a meal. Actually, you know what the, the funny thing is I actually ordered dumplings, like just dumplings at, uh, a cracker barrel. I was, that was, that was really, the exact same thing I was thinking about Billy. They got, they had good dumplings as well. Yeah. Really good dumplings. And, and, and you know who? You know what else Cracker Barrel has? Really good freaking pancakes. Yes, they do. Those things are, are insanely good. Yeah, they are very good. And then today is also National Key Lime Pie Day. Yeah. Not I'm as, good with them, too. Not as, oh, God, yeah. Not as big of a fan of key lime pie as I am chimichangas, pancakes, or dumplings. Um, I, I, I wouldn't say I dislike key lime pie. It's just not going to be one of my favorite, favorite pies. It's not up there on the pie chart for me, if, no pun intended. Fair enough. All right, Bryce, let's get to the sports, which is why people apparently listen to this podcast. I don't know why they do. I don't. I don't even know. If, I don't even know if sports is the reason they listen to it. I think they just listen to it to hear the idiotic stuff we're going to say. No, well, that's fair, too. <laughs> we do do a lot of idiotic stuff. Hey, you said doo-doo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Braves begin a three-game series with the Cubbies starting tonight. Um, 
there's been a lot of stuff going on with the Braves, and I, I know that you and I have, haven't really had a chance to talk since Thursday. So, um, yeah, Morton's out into the NLDS. That sucks. Um, but NLCS. Uh, or NLCS, yeah. excuse me. Yeah. yeah. He's through, out through the NLDS. Right, right, yeah. Yep. Um, look, it, we'd have to sweep. I think uh, the rest of the games of the year to tie the best record the Braves have ever had at 106. Right? Yep. We're at 100 wins right now. Correct. So um, all we need is one more win or two more wins to pass uh, what we did last year um, at 101. So, I mean, it, look, I don't think the record matters, honestly. Um, I think what this team has done this year is is clearly propelled us to be the best team in baseball by far and uh it's going to be really interesting to see what happens in the in the playoffs i really really believe that uh, yeah and i i know we're ta- supposed to be talking about the cup series but it, no playoffs are a week and a half away more than likely you know, yeah, no, I'm I'm 1000 percent with you, man. This team is going to be judged on what they do in the playoffs. I know we got six games left. Uh, magic number is three right now for um, for home field advantage through the National League uh, playoffs. It, it, yeah, th- this team is, has been really good throughout the regular season, sputtered a bit here the, the past 10 games. But I, I guess that's sort of to be expected after locking up the NL East so early, maybe. Um but yeah, this this is going to be this team is going to be based off of off of what you do in the playoffs. Nobody's going to care what the regular season game was. It's like the '98 Braves. I don't care that they were arguably one of the greatest Braves team of all time. Uh, you didn't you didn't win the World Series. You didn't do the ultimate thing. So it, it I mean, that season is a failure in my opinion. It, it's a it's a failure. And if if the Braves don't win the World Series this year, it's it's a failure. It, it that's just what it is. Um, going going into the playoffs, Billy. Right now, what would your what would your starting rotation be for the Atlanta Braves? If I'm you going, were the skipper, I'm going Strider, Reed, and then probably Elder. Okay, that's probably where I'm going. Um, I don't really have. Obviously, I can't throw Morton. I'd rather throw Elder right now, who's been pitching um, a little bit longer than Wright has been this year um I, I think i'd still have kyle Wright in the bullpen yeah, maybe yeah. piggyback off of him um but yeah i would go strider freed elder if it was up to me yeah i i think i'm with you on that rotation um and I, I believe i believe they came out and said that kyle Wright will be a reliever for the nlds he's not going to be um considered for one of the starting spots so yeah i yeah i think so i'm with you sense. yeah i think i'm with you spent uh, uh strider I would go. I would go Strider, Elder, and then Freed. Uh, that way, if you that that way, Freed gets the first game on the road. Um, I'd go. I'd go. I'd go Strider, Elder, Freed, and then maybe Game Four is a bullpen game, unless we wrap it up in three, which would be beautiful. Um, and hopefully get uh, hopefully get Uncle Uncle Charlie back in the NLCS. But yeah, I'm with you. Strider, Strider Elder, Freed. Um, hopefully wrap it up in three and then get Kyle right back for the NLCS. And, and that way, if you if you do need a quote-unquote bullpen game, um, you can do something with like with, with Freed or Kyle Wright or just Kyle Wright or something like that. It really opens up the possibilities. But, yeah, it's Strider starting game one. Um, 
I, I don't I don't know. Well, yeah. The way that yeah. the way that things are spaced out, it's it doesn't like it'll be five games in between game one and game four. Jeez, oh, dude, <laughs> it's I this I it's the most ridiculous thing in baseball playoffs. Like it it is absolutely the most ridiculous thing. Like I'm I'm not even joking. When it comes to hockey, you're playing every other night. That's what you should right? do. It. That's what you should you should play every night in baseball if you're in the same town. Like, I agree. Yeah, if you, I, if I, I say you do, you do like, you know, two in Atlanta, back to back. And then yep. I, I would even be fine with two travel days. I'm fine with that. But once you get to the city, you're about to be back in two games there and then two travel yep. days and then, you know, so on and so forth. I, I don't I don't like the I understand why they do it. They're trying to get a as much money as they possibly can out of the viewers. And they're trying to get the highest viewership they possibly can by not having big games go up against each other. So I understand the reasoning behind it, but it doesn't mean that I have to like it. And the other thing that's that is going to irritate me is I swear to God, if we don't get primetime games this year for our playoffs, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> it's Braves have always gotten the freaking day games. <laughs> always. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's the most ridiculous thing ever. Which I kind of like because then it frees up my nights and I don't have to because <laughs> most of the, I missed I missed almost I think I missed all of the NLDS last year uh, because we had football practice so I didn't I don't think I got to see I got to see like one game and that was it um, and then the NLCS if they were in Atlanta uh, I usually had to miss it but if they were if they were playing out in you know Dodgerland it didn't start till ten o'clock so I got to watch that so. I, I'm fine with them playing day games just for the selfish reason. <laughs> All right. Elder on the bump tonight. Outside of that, we don't know who's going to be pitching the next two nights after that. Next three nights. We don't know. We don't know. Uh, All we know is Elder and Strider will pitch one more time before the playoffs start. Other than that, we got no clue. Yep. All right. Let's get to power rankings. One of our favorite days of the week. Um, I haven't put in any uh, on the high school side because i agree with yours so just go ahead and, and put down yours for me yeah i think i think high school is starting to become pretty clear cut in our area um yeah. at, at number one is Carrollton. they're still the king unfortunately um <laughs> just joking uh they look they look good against hill grove they put up 42 in the first half uh kamari farmer man he is he is an absolute monster that kid is so good yes he is that kid is so good uh, Juju did Juju things. At number two, I got Central. A little bit of a scare down at Northgate a couple weeks ago, but when you come out victorious against a game like that, it just makes you a better team. And, uh, you know, anybody who went down to Northgate for the Central game and anybody who went down to Northgate for the VR game uh, knows what you were up against down there with a little bit of yep. home cooking. Um, and it is what it is. It happens in high school football, and, and both, both of our local teams uh, came out victorious down at Northgate. Uh, at number three, I have Bowden. That offense is starting to click, man. Uh, that 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 offense is starting to click. It's starting to get dangerous. And I think Casey's right. There could be another state championship out in Bowden at the end of this year. Yeah, it's a it's a distinct possibility. Um, that when you're talking, it's not just the offense. The defense is clicking too. Yeah. Um, and that's that's scary. That when you when your defense is starting to take over, oof. And uh, that that team, I got to see them again live last week. Um, it's they're really good, and they went up against Temple, and you know they they had a little bit of a bend no break mentality early on, um, but they stood their ground, had two uh, turnover on downs, 
um, forest for for Temple, um, and it was it, the defense is 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 good. I can't wait to see what they continue to do moving forward. Uh, four and five are, are, in my opinion, slightly interchangeable. I think five has more talent, uh, but they like to shoot themselves in the foot just about every other play, uh, and it's a little frustrating. At number four, I have the Bremen Blue Devils. Probably should have blown out Ridgeland a little bit more than they did. It was only a seven-point win this past weekend. Uh, they were favored by 33, but uh, a win's a win. A win's a win on the road especially, and that was a, that was a region game as well, so... You know, I'm. Yep. You win. You win by one point. You win by thirty. Doesn't really matter. Uh, so I got Bremen number four. At number five, I have Villarica. A huge win, huge last second win by the Villarica Wildcats this past weekend. The team is so talented, man. They got so many offensive weapons, and that defense is going to keep them in a ton of games this year. They just get, we we got to stop shooting ourselves in the foot, man. The self inflicted wounds that we suffer. I mean, just game in and game out. It, it'll make you turn gray. Uh, as a as a 24 year old head coach, uh, hopefully hopefully Austin Barron still has all of his hair at the end of the season because it is just it's frustrating when you see a team with so much potential continuously shooting themselves in the foot and, and getting self inflicted wounds. It's just it's it's aggravating. Um, at number six, I have the Temple Tigers. A little bit of a little bit of a uh, trending down from the Temple Tigers the past couple of weekends. Uh, I haven't been able to talk to Coach Corey Nix, but I know he is he is not happy at all. Started out 3-0, and has gone 0-3 the past three weeks, losing to Lumpkin County, Pepperell, and Bowden. Uh, they get Midtown this week. Hopefully should get back on the winning ways, but I got Temple at 6. 7, I have Heard County. They got in the win column this past weekend. You and I have talked about it, Billy. Probably the best 0-4 team in the entire state was Heard County going into this weekend. They took care of the Arugulas 37-6. They got McIntrash. Uh, this weekend, Friday, and I believe that one is going to be a home game as well. At number at number eight, I have Mount Zion. Mount Zion is three and one, three and one on the season. Big win. Uh, or did they, they did they beat Jasper County forty two? Three and two. Three three and no, two. Excuse me, I was I was reading that backwards. Three and two, uh, losing back to back games to Jasper County and Brookstone, and then at number nine, I got Harrelson County Rebels. Rebels, it's going to be a tough year this year. Uh, young team, just stick with it. Let them get some experience and come back the next two years uh, bigger, faster, stronger. I think they get their first win in the year this year, though. Oh, or I like this it. week, though. At Gordon Central? Yeah, okay. I do. All right, let's go. I like it. I like it. They've, they've played well enough the past couple of weeks that makes me think that they're going to get a win against Gordon Central. So, All right, uh, let's get to college. I'll go with, with my top five. Uh, starting with number one, I still have the Georgia Bulldogs there. Um, I know, look, they have not looked good. And you and I have had conversations with our buddy Matt Ridgway about this. They they may end up losing a game this year. Um, That's a distinct possibility. And and that, um, I don't think they're going to lose this weekend against Auburn. uh, You know, but you're more than welcome to come watch with us at Sissy's on Saturday. You're going to come watch with us. Yeah, (laughs) come find out. Um, But they may lose against Florida. Um, And... You know, Georgia's not going to be happy with that. Um, give me number two is Florida State. They continue to find ways to win. And this weekend, uh, first time beating Clemson for, since 2014. Um, yeah, it was a huge, huge win for, for the program. And uh, I was impressed. I watched the end of that game. Number three, give me the uh, <clears throat> Michigan Wolverines. Uh, they just continue to dominate. And I hate it, but as you mentioned earlier in the year, they are the 
this may be the best team that Harbaugh's ever had. Yep. Uh, number four, give me the Washington Huskies. They have been impressive as hell. And, you know, quietly too. You know what I mean? That, that, like, I was thinking yeah, the exact same thing, Billy. Yeah. When you're, when you think of the PAC 12, you, you're right now, especially with all the hype, you're, you're thinking Colorado, you're thinking USC, you're thinking Oregon, but Washington has been really impressive. Defense and really offensively. Impressive. Yes. And then uh, number five, give me, give me Texas. I was going to put Ohio state in there, but they, they still haven't like worked way up into the top five for me so give me texas um who continues to impress so. okay okay uh yeah i got i got sort of similar similar um teams like that and number one i have texas i think texas is still the best team in college football offense and defense every time i see them they probably have the most impressive well-rounded game that i've seen quinn ewers and is an absolute dude out there uh, leading the Longhorns in a very impressive offense. Uh, I have them at number one. At number two, I have the Michigan Wolverines. They are the most talented team in the Big Ten. Uh, and with Jim, Jimmy Hardball back on the sideline, 31-7 to uh, victory over Rucker. I, I just I think, I think Michigan right now is the second best team, and I think they're the best team in the Big Ten. At number three, like you said, Washington Huskies, man, quietly becoming uh, an absolute team. Beat Boise State 56-19 in week one, 41-7 against Michigan State week three, and 59-32 versus Cal in week four. Michael Penix Jr. has thrown over 400 yards in three of the four games this year, 450, 409, 473, and then 304 this past weekend against Cal. Washington quietly is being uh, is just absolutely destroying opponents. At number four, I have FSU. Moved them down a little bit. Concerned me a bit about the Clemson game. Clemson is not great this year. Uh, and they struggled with Boston College last week and struggled a bit with Clemson last week. So I did bump them down a bit, but still a very formidable squad. Had to go into overtime uh, to beat the uh, to beat Clemson. And then number five, I do have Ohio State. Just based on the, the win at Notre Dame, it's a hostile environment. It's a top 10 opponent. They went on the road and they won. Uh, a little bit of a nervy win, but a, a good win nonetheless for Ohio State on the road. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, there's no doubt that a team got a dub. Uh, it's just, oof. I'm still a little bit nervous about them. Yeah. But and the thing is, they're, you know, Joel Klatt brought it up, but I'll, I'll continue to say, man, they're continuing to win ugly. And as long as they win, it doesn't matter huh. how ugly it is. Huh. And. Mm -hmm. Reminds me of a uh, reminds me of a team about twenty one years ago. Yeah, two thousand two. Look at that. Huh. All right, let's get to the NFL. Um. Yeah, sorry. Go for it. All right, that's on you. <laughs> uh, my, I'll, I'll, I'll have mine. My my NFL power rankings uh, are are this uh, number one. I got the Miami Dolphins. Like there's there's no other team right now that should be number one in your power rankings for the NFL other than the Miami Dolphins. That's it. That's number Agreed. one. Uh, and then you have about thirty feet until you get to number two. The Eagles, man, they have started rolling. Impressive win last night. Uh, Jalen Hurts was battling the flu. It was pouring down rain, and they beat uh, the uh, the book the Buccaneers. The book. Buccaneers, but I'm not sure what that team is. Uh, but they beat them 25 to 11 last night in impressive fashion. The defense is starting to swarm. That offense hasn't 
it hasn't fully started to get going, but you can see where it's going to be in a couple of weeks. Eagles at number two. At number three, I have the San Francisco 49ers. Brock Purdy out there, run CMC, doing their thing. Big win over the Giants, 3-0 on the season. Debo Samuel looking amazing. I get them a, I get them a third. At number four, I have the Kansas City Chiefs. That defense, I think the defense for the Kansas City Chiefs is going to be one of the, uh, one of the un, most underrated defenses um, all, all year in the NFL. They are an elite top five defense this year. And, um, you know, uh, Billy, I don't know if you saw this because it's, it wasn't all over the news. Uh, t- Taylor Swift was in, you know, at the game for the Chiefs Who? this weekend. Who's that? Apparently she is some country singer or something. I don't know. Oh, okay. Hey, Tyler, or maybe it's Tyler Swift. Tyler Swift. Um, she was in town to watch uh, Travis Kelsey score a tutty. Oh, we're going to get canceled by Swifties. Oh, whatever. Jesus. There's no Swifties that listen to this podcast. Uh, and then and then at number five, and then at number five, and honestly, I even thought about dropping them out of the top five because they, they deserve to probably be dropped out of the top five. I got my Dallas Cowboys, man. They looked horrible this weekend. And not only did they look bad, they looked bad against the team that probably has the worst, least talented roster in the entire NFL and a team that's actively trying to tank in the Arizona Cardinals. Got beat 28-6 to and just got dominated in every facet of the game. Offensive line, defensive line, everywhere they lost. Um, so if anybody doesn't have the Cowboys in their top five power rankings, I would 1,000% understand because I almost dropped them out of mine. Mine's Dolphins, 49ers, Eagles. I still think the 49ers are just a hair better than the Eagles, uh, Chiefs, and Cowboys. That's I'm, I'm with you. Um, it's just the 49ers are the only change up for me. I think they're that's an insane team, man. They're very good. They're, <laughs> I just have I just have a little bit more faith in Jalen Hurts making a big play than Brock Purdy. That's fair. Yeah, and not saying Brock Purdy is not a, an elite great quarterback. He is. He's a top ten quarterback in the NFL. I, I just think. I think Hertz has a, a little that that big playability gene that Brock hasn't developed yet. All right, uh, let's move on to our fantasy football league, or where uh, this was the week of the blowout. Oh, geez, that's a, <laughs> yeah. across the board. <laughs> but nothing was close. None of the games were close. Nope. Uh, team football beat Bryce one seventy seven point two to one sixteen point eighteen. Uh, yeah, that's. That's a big blowout right there. The Buffalo defense was their top score at 31 points. That's insane. Nuts. Insane. Uh, the Home Depot beat Yellow Crush 141 to 113. Another big, big blowout. Uh, just here so I don't get fined is Matt Skinner's team and beat TDs and Beer 151 to 95. And then uh, let me see them TDs, which is... Uh, I think Clay's team uh, beat Face for Radio, which is me, uh, 177 to 115. I'm 0-3. Uh, and, Bill- you know, I've got a pretty decent team. Billy, I put up in my other in my other league, in my other fantasy league, my money league, uh, I put up 160 points and lost. Jeez. Yeah. I played, I played David, and he put up 182. Good Lord. Yeah. 182. I put up 160 points in fantasy football and lost. Yeah, that's that's how my that's how my weekend went. Uh, let me pull up the scores so we can read them. Uh, the Marine South scoreboard. <laughs> I 
forgot. I forgot to pull Carol's, up the scores. So I'll, I'll go ahead and pause you there, Carrollton. Uh, Carrollton's game got uh, cancel. Well, not cancel, but moved to today. Oh. Um. The thing, apparently the parents got up or down to Northgate, and uh, and the umpires had the date wrong. And oh my goodness! Never showed up. So. Oh no. <laughs> Like, I'm glad Carrollton didn't have a game scheduled today, I guess. Oh, God. Yeah. So, yeah, that's they're they're going to head back down to Northgate today. At least that wasn't too far of a drive either. Like, it's not like, you know, it's like 45 minutes from Carrollton. That's not terrible. At least it wasn't like two hours away or something. They get up there right. and kick and, and play. Uh, and Heard County takes care of businesses against Mount Zion 15 to nothing uh, last night in softball. And softball tonight on the Smith's Floor Coverings Games and Events calendar. We have Bowden versus Christian Heritage, doubleheader at home for the Bowden Lady Red Devils. Bremen at LFO, Central at Northwest Whitfield. Harrelson County at home versus Fannin County. Hurd County at Lamar County. Temple is hosting Crawford County. And Villarica is at home hosting Chapel Hill. And I believe all of those are uh, region games. Yep, and I will be at Villarica. Oh, nice, man. Nice. That should be a very, very competitive game. Um, and I believe you'll have someone at that game that you know. Yeah. Yep. I believe so. Ooh. Ooh. You'll find out. All right. Yeah. You'll see. You need another cup of coffee? Oh, buddy. You got no idea. <laughs> another cup of coffee brought to you by realtor Hannah Strawn with the Robert Goose Real Estate Group. Uh, Joe Namath blasts Zach Wilson as, Jackson, <laughs> as the Jets reaffirm the quarterback. Uh, well, yeah, I would too. Uh, Zach Wilson is garbage. <laughs> Like garbage. Uh, Joe Namath said, uh, asking about um, asking about Zach Wilson's performance. He said, "I didn't take anything positive out of it. It was awful." Yeah. <laughs> yep. It's pretty awful. He said, "You sit down on a play. You sit down. You go right down. What happened? I thought you were trying to win and make plays. You quit on a play. What is going on? I'm disgusted." <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of that play. <laughs> <laughs> uh, over the weekend, there was a, uh, I, I don't know where it was or what the vision football was, but there was a, um, a college football female player that, um, Oh, I saw that got to, got to play in this weekend. Yeah. Right. And it wasn't a kicker. It was, she was playing on defense and she actually had a quarterback hurry and, and that kind of thing. But. Um, yeah, Haley Haley Von Voris um, for uh, Division Three Shenandoah University. Yeah, she got back there pretty quickly, man. She she yeah, uh, yeah a little safety blitz off the edge, and she got back there and got the, didn't get a sack, but certainly got a hurry. She got back there quickly. Um, so somebody made a TikTok video about it and said, you know, it's really impressive what she did at the college football level, but she <laughs> but they said. Not as nearly as impressive as Manti Teo's girlfriend, Zach. Oh, <laughs> I saw Zach that. Wilson. I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> That's really yeah. mean. If, 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 you're a, if you're a Jets fan and want to hear it, it's on ESPN. It's on, it was on the Michael K show yesterday. And, uh, I mean, Joe went on like a like a 15-minute rant about how crappy of a situation the, the Jets are in, how terrible of an organization they are. It's pretty hilarious. I mean, at this point, for me, why not go after Kaepernick? I don't. Why I don't not? know. Or Matt Ryan or Carson Wentz. I, I don't. Somebody. I, yeah, I have no idea. I mean, Colt McCoy, I think, is still a free agent. He's he's a decent. I mean, he's an all-American jerk, but uh, 
But yeah, I don't I don't know. Zach Wilson's terrible, dude. I don't know what they're doing. I'm surprised that they haven't gone after the Falcons uh, backup either. Yeah, Heineke. Yeah, they could trade for Heineke. But of course, he after that performance last week, he might not be a backup for very long. <laughs> That's true. That was a pretty bad performance right. by Desmond. <clears throat> Mel Tucker responds to MSU attempt to fire him for cause. Dude, what a sticky situation this is. Uh, they gave the Mel Tucker's That's not attorneys, really a great word to use. <laughs> I thought it was a perfect word to use. Uh, <laughs> the uh, Mel Tucker's attorneys turned in a 25-page document that includes a point-by-point reason that the school shouldn't be allowed to fire him for cause. Uh, they said Mel Tucker did not engage in any unprofessional or unethical behavior or moral turpitude uh, by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, the letter from his lawyers said, in fact, as disclosed below, under Michigan law, assault and battery does not even constitute moral torp- torpitude and flimsy foundation of the university's finding. When in oh your God. letter to the university, you have to define what assault and battery means in your state, that's probably not a good indication that you don't have a legit assault and battery charge against you, And just in my opinion. Yeah, that's just... Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. Mel Tucker used to be a very respected coach. He did. He did. He did. And not no mo. No. He said a private a private relationship involving mutual flirting in one instance of uh, consensual phone talking uh, falls fall short of the mark of assault and battery. So we'll see right. how that all pans out, but not good things up in East Lansing. Not much else to do up in East Lansing, though, to be honest with you. Yeah, well, I'm, you know, it's better than the other place yeah ann arbor <sighs> she's a whore uh <clears throat> raptors could the current front runners for damian lillard oh uh, why can't the why can't the hawks get anybody like this you know what i mean like it's a, i don't know the uh the, the package that i think they're putting together is gonna be it's gonna be pascal siakam uh probably scotty barnes oj anubio maybe grady dick i don't i don't know but it's it's yeah pascal siakam is gonna be sort of the I don't know, spearhead of this trade package. So we'll see. Maybe Tyler Hero uh, uh, from the Miami Heat. I, I don't I don't know. But I thought I really wish the Hawks would have made a trade for Dame Lillard or, you know, have done anything this past season other than shedding salary and getting rid of John Collins. Right. Uh, Bronny James is, quote, doing well, but misses USC's first practice. Oh, man. Yeah, I, I hope we get to see him. I'm going to be I'm going to be a little. uh a little spoiled here and say that I hope we get to watch him play basketball. I, you know, obviously the first thing is, is health and I hope he's healthy and I hope he continues to recover and everything, but I hope we get to see Bronny play basketball at USC, man. I was, I was pretty pumped about this. Uh, they said they, they just can't comment on anything medically right now. Um, he's going to class and doing extremely well in school and we're really excited for him is what, uh, is what head coach infield said about him. So we'll, we'll see, man. I mean, we're still, how many months do we have until March? So we have a lot of time until basketball or college basketball actually matters. Um, so yeah, hopefully, hopefully Bronny can rest up. I'd love to see him on the court, man. Even if it's in just short spurts this year, we've got what six months. Yeah. Yeah. About six months. months. You know, he he gets, he gets to play with Dennis Rodman's son out there at USC too. So that should be a fun pairing. Uh, and then today in 1993, the Cubs beat out, or excuse me, bat out of order against the Pirates in the second inning. <laughs> I saw this this morning and laughed for a solid 10 minutes that a 
an MLB How team, do you do that? an MLB team, a professional baseball team batted out of order. Who else but the Cubs? That's the most Cubs thing ever. It's it's the most Cubs thing ever. It sounds like something the New York Jets would do if they could. Like that is. <laughs> <laughs> How do you bat out of order in the MLB? Like, how does that even happen? Like, what? What do you? Was somebody back in you know back in the locker room pounding a, a cold one and eating a couple glizzies? Like, what happened? What are you doing? No idea, man. So dumb. So dumb. Hey, uh, just a re- reminder: Saturday night, or excuse me, Saturday afternoon. Join us at Sissy's Trackside Pub in Villarica. Yes. Uh, get on seventy-eight, and you head towards Douglasville. And uh, we're on Sissy's is on the left hand side. Rest and I will probably be there around two o'clock uh, for between two and three for that three thirty kickoff between Georgia and Auburn. Uh, come join us and uh, have some fun. We're going to watch some football, um, have as many of those TVs on as possible in the area and uh, come eat wings, come eat whatever you want, because their food is honestly great. It is. It's really the- good. I'm going to get me some wings. The garlic parmesan wings are really good over there, too. So I'm going to get me some of those. And uh, also, just watch some football with us. Enjoy enjoy watching Georgia and Auburn. And hopefully Georgia can pull out another victory before they move on to Florida, as I mentioned earlier. Yeah, yeah. Get out there early. Come have a uh, come have a couple beers with us. Come have some wings. I'm gonna do I'm gonna do wings as well, Billy. I'm gonna do the uh, the hot and sweet chili mix with a side of tater tots and a uh, probably a oh, uh, fr- tater tots are good too. Probably a fried pickle them. starter. Yeah, is what I'm gonna. Ooh, is, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I'm that's what I'm gonna do when I get out there. But yeah, get out there. We will be. I'll probably I'll probably try to be there between two or two thirty. Game starts at three thirty, and remember, you get ten percent off your food order when you mention that you are there with the TM Five guys. Just tell your waitress that you are there with the Morning Five doofuses, and you will get ten percent off your entire food order. Yeah, are we gonna try to take over that that uh, back room like we like where we normally did last year? Nah, we'll probably try to take over as soon as you walk in over there to the right. I would assume, uh, right, right okay. in front of the bathroom. I think is where we're gonna try to. Because, you know, we go, we go over there in the back room. There's not really any place to to sit and eat or anything. Um, it's just okay, a bunch fair. of pool tables. Yeah, over, to, over there to the right, I think, is where we're going to go. All right, that works for me. Yep. All right, you got anything else for us? Ah, man, let's get out of here on a Tuesday. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, for Bryce Barling, I am Billy Lindahl back again. Um, <laughs> hopefully, <laughs> I get my my issues taken care of. Well, uh, oh, they posted it. They officially posted it. Yes. What did they post? They officially posted the shake and bake paint scheme for Ryan oh. Priest and Chase Briscoe this weekend at Talladega. Did you see the video? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Amazing. The video was great. So I've no, I don't know if I'm going to get in trouble for this, but I don't really care. I've known about this for like two and a half, three weeks, and I have had to keep it under wraps and not say anything. And it has been killing me because I cannot tell you how excited I have been for this. But yeah. Ryan Priest and Chase Briscoe will drive. Chase Briscoe will be in the old Spice car. We'll be in the Cal, Cal Nalton Jr. car. And uh, Ryan Priest will be in the Wonder Bread car number 41 for Mr. Ricky Bobby at Talladega. I can't wait. I hope. I'm going to spend so much money on merchandise. I'm, I'm going to look for a die cast right now, actually. I want the die cast of both these cars. I wish uh, I wish Matt was going to be able to join us, but unfortunately, they, they have... Uh, what is it called? It's uh, 
on Saturday. What is it called, Bryce? I don't know. What? It's not. Con- oh. <laughs> That's going to irritate me. Qualifying? Yeah, thank you. Thank you. They've got qualifying on Saturday right around the same time that we're doing our takeover. No so. way. What time is qual- on Saturday? Oh, yeah. yeah. Qualifying at 430. Why yeah. is that? Okay. He said qualifying is 330 to 5, so I'm out, unfortunately. Yeah, 430 to 6 our time. That's weird. I don't. I don't ever remember qualifying being that late in the day. Maybe it's always been that late in the day. I don't know. That's yeah. odd. So I hate it. But we weren't we're not gonna get Matt Ridgeway to join us, but well, you know. Bummer City, bro. Yep. Oh well. All right, for Bryce Barley, I'm Billy Lindall. Have a great day, everybody. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Same time, same place. Shake your neighbor! Just shake up! Shake your neighbor!